wrestling media server of likes and, <laughs> and greatest wrestler ever people we commence here for a great match generator yes boy it was a banner week god this is the dumbest week ever it I, was dumb it, it was yeah dumb. But we're not here to talk about that. That's the beauty no, of this show. Good, let's talk about good wrestling. Let's talk about good wrestling. And I actually took notes this time. Yeah, I took. I. You know what? I didn't. Um. I didn't take I didn't many take notes, notes from Kobashi because it's like if I take notes for every, if I take notes for every, for every match. Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be a quick move, review. Then it, it, it would be the end of me. But I yeah. detailing those for the other three, and I didn't get much out of uh, Takata Vader notes wise. Um, Kobashi Masawa, it was my first time watching this Kobashi Masawa match. Shockingly, me too. So, so like, I was like, no, nah, I gotta sit back and like actually take this in. I don't want to be distracted yeah, by like, yeah, I had to watch yeah. it twice for the purpose yeah. of the show. Um, um. And the other two matches, I only had to watch once, but they were easily digestible. Um, yeah. But overall thoughts on this grouping of matches? Uh, the Japanese half was a lot better than the American half, I'll say that much. Oh, um, yes. Yes, I, I would say so myself there too, but the American half was pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, you got, you got, I mean, each match has one of the best wrestlers ever in it. You know, and well, I guess one has two of the best wrestlers ever, depending on how you feel about that. Uh, I mean, Brett and Steamboat are my guys. Yeah. But it it parallels to Steamboat and Luger was pretty good too, but we'll get to all that. First, we would like to thank the Social Suplex Podcast Network for hosting this podcast and we would like to thank everybody for listening to this podcast as it's it's an honor for us to be on the podcast network and shout out to rich glotta for burying the wrestling media discord (laughs) (laughs) we don't need to go into that any further rich glotta did the burying. yeah oh my god uh you you didn't have to deal with that. I had to deal with it. Yeah, well, I was I was doing I was freaking out over other stuff. Uh, God, yeah, there was, was some my... other stuff going on, but um, it was just like there was some other stuff going on, like people insulting yeah. me. But 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 it's like I had to deal with that stuff this time, so it was interesting. <laughs> the the, what I was dealing with was like just Discord breaking. It was like, oh yeah, the Discord, the Discord, Discord breaking on Wednesday night, thinking it was PWIND. Yeah, uh, I was, I was losing my shit. I was like, <laughs> did we get hacked? Did something happen? But were they we had out of Were we talking about the fleece thread too much? Because we started that fleece thread conversation and. Man, Jimmy Valiant came up, and then that Discord was just down for hours. I was, yeah, yeah. They said in total it was a two-hour outage, but it felt more like a four-hour outage. But yeah, but back to the wrestling. Yes. Um, let's go in year order. So we are going to 1987 to the most controversial match on this, in terms of our takes. Um, yeah, Red Hart versus Randy Savage, and I alluded this in several chats on Discord. Um, um, you know, um, I did not like this match I, as much as everyone else does. I wouldn't say I like disliked it, but like. Man, there was so much over... Like, dude, I forgot how overbooked this was. For some reason, I just... Maybe I... I don't, I don't think I've watched this match since 
maybe Brett's DVD came out. So I guess I had forgotten some things. But yeah, there's a lot of shit going on in this match. And I don't mean that in a good way. No, it felt like overload. Yeah. And I'm like, does this matter? I get why Brett's a mid-card wrestler, Randy Savage is a main event wrestler. But when you have the commentary telling that Brett is as good as Randy Savage, let Brett show that a little bit. Yeah. Instead of all this shit with Jimmy Hart and a fucking megaphone and Anvil Anvil getting involved and some spot with Liz, like there's it's just a bunch of shit. Oh god, and then like it's just chaotic, and then you've got the selling was good. I'll give the selling very good by Savage. Yes. Um the, okay, so here's a hot take. Vince McMahon fucking sucks on commentary. Oh. I can't. I thought, Jesse, I thought Jesse was better here, but when when you highlight Bret Hart is supposed to be this wizard at tech, technical wrestling, and we see none of that, logic yeah. sort of goes into the end of me saying, what is this technical wizard supposed to do? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think my biggest takeaway from this, oh, well, uh, also sidebar, um, Savage kicked out of a pile driver, so obviously he killed the business in 1987. Um, <laughs> but, and Brett uh, kicked out of the guardrail bumper, so. Yeah. The, um, it seems like there was such a low bar for like what was considered a good match on WWF programming back then because like I get like you sit through fucking 20 minute like those 20 minute snooze fests at the house shows like you'd probably be happy to see Bret Hart versus Randy Savage the problem is like oh they had a Japanese house show match in Yoko, Yokohama in 94 is that available? it is it's on YouTube. Uh, you have to send me that. Um, I didn't. I didn't think that was available. I knew it about is. the match. It's on Roy Lucier's YouTube channel. You send me the link. I will send you the link because I like that match a lot better because we. It was simple, but it got the most out of both of their strengths. Yeah. Um. It's, I guess, like, dude, like, I kind of think this is an even hotter take. I kind of think Savage versus Steamboat's overrated, too. I, I haven't I watched think, it in a long time. I think Savage Steamboat, um, it's basically Ricochet Osprey for 1987. Well, I mean, but, like, I don't know. Tiger Mask and Dynamite Kid exist. You know what I mean? Like they 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 were doing their thing five years before Savage Steamboat. Like, so it's like, but it's not available to the masses. That's true. I just I don't know. But like Dave watched both. Didn't Dave I mean, watch both Dave, because Dave's a mega fan. Well, didn't Dave? Didn't Dave also give Steamboat Savage like four and a quarter, four and a half? Yes, he did. That's not. Let me see what. Bad. Let me see what Dave gave Savage Steamboat actually. It's uh, it's just uh, weird to me. Like, uh, I, I guess growing up, like watching like all those documentaries and stuff, and like listening to like, I don't know, Chris Jericho talk about the like Savage Steamboat. It's like, you think four like half. it's four and a half, Randy Savage Steamboat. Four and a half. That's okay, but like. You know, like, I don't know, you just think it's the greatest match ever. <coughs> and, like, I don't know, it's just a good match. Like, it's a really good match, but, like, I don't know. It's, I don't know, it's weird. And I know uh, what you mean, but for what that match meant, I think it brings it over the top. I think, well, and, I mean, it gets the WrestleMania bump and everything. I get it. 
what did you give this match? Three and a half. That's exactly what I landed on. I've been wavering my- on giving this this match went from two and three quarters in my head to three and three quarters. I settled on three and a half. I it might be my least favorite three and a half star match ever, though. Like, I just it was absurd. It, to me, it was absurd. Yeah. You know, if commentary sold our heart as a dastardly hill with no limit or limited skill, this would have worked better. That one nugget about Brett being technically as good as Savage. And and I got trying to sell the strength of the performer, but at the same time, know the character. Know that he's yeah. a dastardly heel. This was not bad, but not good at Yeah. It was good. But yeah. you you know what I mean. I can't I can't wait to watch that house show match. You know, I'll send it to you after the show. Um, but I I just feel like I just feel like they were trying to get so much in with the honky tonk man. Their Brian Bosworth was there. Oh yeah, relationship dynamic. It, it felt overload. It was just yeah, it was chaotic. It was like. I don't know. It was very 80s WWF, but like 80s WWF presentation of like two of the best workers ever. Like, it, I don't know. It just fucked it up. It just fucked it up. Savage could have had the same match with, he could have had the same match with Anvil. He could have had the same match with man. Yeah, he could have had the same match with fucking Jimmy Hart. Like, who, just, it's not like Brett got to do anything. Yeah, Brett didn't really do anything in this match. And, and, and maybe maybe that's my qualm about, about wrestling saying, oh, he didn't get to do anything, so it's not good. But we like performers being extenuated for their positive side and then being used for their ability. Yeah. And it's, well, and it's, it's fucking Brett Hart. It's, you know what I mean? Like, that's what's so disappointing for me. Like, it's, one of my favorite wrestlers ever. Uh, one of the nicest guys I've ever met also. And a lot like, of people watch this match with nostalgia-filled glitz because this was on a Saturday Night's Main Event in 1987. Well, like, if you only watched... I, I, that was kind of... I guess that what I was trying to get to earlier was, like, if you only watched WWF at the time... Like, if, let's say you started watching wrestling in like 1985, and like, yeah, and you only watched the Fed. Like, yeah, you'd think this was like one of the greatest matches ever, but it's just like, dude, like, ah, uh, I don't know, whatever. Let's get on to uh, Steamboat and Lugs. This was the better match of the 80s matches, yes. This it held was up. a simple story done well. I uh, only had a notebook on this match. I I mean I went I went four four, like four four and a quarter. I went three and three quarters. Okay, I think I was a little higher on it, but like I also was kind of confused because like, like I didn't like them doing the no like the. Okay, so the match all the, 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 the people who the match. was dating Steamboat and then and then Steamboat snapped. That's the well, big story. The thing like okay, so Luger comes out, his music's awesome, by the way. Um, and he's like, No, this match isn't gonna be a no DQ match. And I'm like, that kind of sucks. That's like some WWE bait and switch shit, but whatever. And then I didn't, I just didn't like that, but like, um, so uh, they basically worked it like an OBQ match. A lot of it yeah. was on the outside. Did, was there, was, a, the, was there a steroid chant early on in that? I didn't notice. Was the WCW fan pretty smart in 1989? Where was this? Uh, Baltimore. So, like, oh, yeah, this was smart WCW land. I, yeah, I would believe I think- it. I think Meltzer was at this show. I'm sure Bruce Mitchell and them were. 
like Jeff Baldrin and them. Yeah, I think yeah. those guys were at the show. Um, Steamboat selling is incredible here. Um, there's a uh, is this okay? Is this the best Luger match ever? Ooh. Singles. Let me look on Cage Match for a second. I you mean, I think, cage, I think Cage Match will probably rate some of the Flair stuff higher. Yeah. yeah. But like, I don't know. I would take this over any Luger Flair match I've seen. Let me see. Luger Flair, the War Games in '88. That's why I said singles because I knew I knew there's some war games matches stuff. There's a triple threat between Luger, Sting, and Flair. From 90- that, I've watched that recently. That is not. That wasn't better than this. Luger Flair from ninety, and then it's this match. Okay, so I think it's a that's a it's a fair take for me to say. This is the Meltzer best. Meltzer rated it four and a quarter, by the way. So he's a long term. <laughs> um, well, uh, God, I'm trying to blank. I have, uh, there was, towards the finish, there was a slingshot spot that I loved. Um, but uh, what was the finish on this? It was. I have this, the alley-oop spot. Luger gets a chair. Steamboat flips Luger onto the ropes with the chair and then hits him with the chair and gets this wall. Yeah, that's that. Referee did not see the uh, monkey flip, but he saw yeah. the, he saw, he did not see the slingshot spot, but, but once he saw Steamboat gets up, Steamboat hits him with the chair anyway. Yeah, I, I was like, God, this finish blows. Just give me. Just give me a clean finish, and this is four and a half, probably. That's what really, that's what prevented me from the post match. Bumped it up for me, honestly. Good, simple booking. Three and a, it bumped it up from three and a half to three and three quarters. But that finish really left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, but I was so into because, like, I don't know. I, I I really love Steamboat. That was like. And his selling and Steamboat's that, performance like, here was very good. Yeah. Oh, an all-time Steamboat performance. Um, yeah. An all-time Lex Luger performance. Actually, yeah, yeah. Lex, okay, so Lex was, like, really good in 1989. Like, he, he was out there having good matches with, like, you know, it wasn't just, you know, people always say, like, he only had good matches with Steamboat and Flair, and I'm like, no, he was like, there's there's a bunch of like three and a half star matches with him in 1989 with like Tommy Rich. Tommy Rich, yeah. Um who else was there? I mean Pillman Pillman was still really kind of green in 1989 and him and Luger Pillman, were having matches. Yeah, the Pillman matches, um Flair, um Arn Anderson. Um, uh, great Muta. Yeah, there's another one. Well, but I, you know, Dark Age Nine. It was rated three and a quarter. Uh, Mood is great, by the way. But that's I know you're KG Muto Mark. But overall, I think this was a good Luger performance too. Luger yeah. just his awareness was very good here. Yeah, Jim Ross's commentary was very good too. It wasn't yeah. like he was trying to he was extenuating the positives and and hiding the negatives which is a problem yeah. that WWE has honestly right now um, yes you know but well, you, can't, you, you can't have, well they fire all these talented people and then just have to put out whatever on their show like I, uh, I whatever. that's why people were so mad at the Royal Rumble it's like they fire all these talented people. They put out that Royal Rumble, and um, what did what did people expect? Oh, uh, was it going to okay, be good? So, so no, I mean my whole like our whole Discord server, um, we watched it like with the joke, like you know, we were expecting this to be a shit show, like 
we went into it basically thinking we were getting 2000 WCW. Unfortunately, that's like. No, it wasn't even fun bad. It was. That was the problem. It was because it was so fucking long. Ugh. They only had six matches on the show, yet it felt like five fucking hours. Yeah, I. Oh, God. Let's talk about Happy Were Wrestling. Vader yeah. versus Nobuhiko Takata from 12-5-1993. This match was fucking awesome. This match rules. Vader, like, no, no offense to Takata. Takata's great. Vader is just, like, one of my favorite dudes ever to watch. Like, God, like, he's, I don't know. I, I think, think he's, he's the also best. natural in this. I Should think he's... I think he's the best big man ever. People can argue with you. Huh? I wouldn't argue with you. Yeah, he's, dude, he's so fucking good. Like, his he, audio works better than Taker's, and people would say Taker's the best big man of all time. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's way better than Undertaker's. Like, and Undertaker, the thing is, Undertaker couldn't, I don't think Undertaker could, like, do a match. Go with have. He, he, I mean, he kind of tried it when he went to like the biker thing, and he was like, you know, he kind of tried to do some MMA stuff, but like, it was never this good. I'll tell you that. I don't think he'd let someone work this stiff with them either. No, this was stiff. Crowd was hot for everything. The Vader uh, oh. was just ragdolling Takata. Oh yeah, he was dude. This, oh my God. I, yeah, I love watching uh, Vader. I almost, I wanted to watch, uh, I almost watched like a bunch of his matches where he was teaming with uh, Bam Bam too. But uh, yeah, Vader, God, this match was good. Uh, Did you, like, I was watching it and it felt like uh, this was like a big inspiration for some of Danielson's matches. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like the, the Samoa Joe matches and the Morishima matches specifically. Oh yeah. Oh sure. What did What did you give it? I gave it four and a quarter. I went four and a half. We're sort Vader. of in the same wavelength. Yeah, Vader. I get. I give the next a little bump for Vader. I guess. Um, I think, I think the side control periods were very interesting. I thought this match was very interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I also like shoot style a bit more than you, but I mean, we've talked about that, but, uh, yeah, I, um, even though some of my height, if you look at the spreadsheet, um, some of my highest rated matches are shoot style. Uh, next week we got two shoot styles, don't we? I think we do. Let me look on the. Uh... Yeah, we do have two shoot styles actually. Grapple fuck, least... baby. Grapple fuck, indeed. Um, let me. There it is. Sorry for the lull here. Um, You're good. If we have, yes, two shoot styles. We'll, we'll preview next week after we get to, um, let's do Kobashi Misawa and then. Uh, yeah, preview next week. Yeah. I'm very high on this. I, I mean, I went five. I went five. It was easy. <laughs> yeah. I, um, it was less excessive than 12097. Yeah, but it's but they kept up. They keep such a good pace, and like the crowd's fighting for near falls for like I don't know half of this match. They have them fighting on every near fall, like the last half of it. And this was how long did this go? This went about fifteen minutes. Yeah, let me me see, Miss Kobashi. You fill the air while I do it. I um they keep they, I just couldn't believe the pace they kept in this like um 
because like I, I looked at it and like I don't know I saw the video was like damn near an hour long I was like oh man like this ah that kind of sucks like because I don't really like longer matches some like long matches for me go one of two ways they either suck or they're fucking awesome they want this 43, was, 29 huh they want 43 minutes and 29 seconds okay yeah and they kept up such a pace for all 43 minutes. It was hell of a performance. Uh, like I said, I didn't take a lot, like a lot no, of notes because no, this was it would my, be insane for us to take notes for this one. Yeah. It's for some reason I'd I'd never seen this before, which is like weird for me. Because you know, I have you know, I fucking love 90s all Japan. I I think I have this match on DVD somewhere, and I still haven't seen. I hadn't seen it until now. Right. Because I think I have. I'd have to look. I, it's in my garage. Uh, I think I have like an eight disc set of just Kobashi versus Mosawa matches. Yeah, this this one has five. There were some uncomfortable moments if you know how Mosawa dies, and then. Oh yeah, I. I guess I just wasn't thinking about that. Like I don't think about I that. I wasn't when thinking I, about that either. It's just for some people, it, some people just can't. Yeah. That. I like I don't think about it when I watch Masawa, but like I have like shit in the back of my mind when I watch like Eddie Guerrero or Benoit or well Benoit's a little different. Like because you're thinking about like really bad shit, not like damn like this guy died trying to like do stare like this guy blew his heart out because he was doing steroids to you know look good for this match or you know this guy or you know, you'll watch guys that like overdosed and you're like damn like they were on all those pills to get through the road like i don't know i i think about that with certain guys but like Masawa just i don't know i i kind of block it out yeah i block it out with Masawa. it's like his body yeah And the uh, whole body discussion with wrestling is like annoying to me. Oh, it's gotten so dumb because it's such bad faith bullshit. Like, dude, you guys are gonna watch the people saying Adam Cole's out of shape. Like, man, you, you watch you, like you guys all enjoy Shane McMahon matches. What are we doing here? Like, Shane McMahon looks like he's gonna die five minutes to into every match. You want to call Adam Cole out of shape? Shut up. Yeah. It it feels like confirmation. Everybody's doing like the confirmation bias thing where yeah. everybody's just ruling opinions just to say their opinions. I do no like people weren't saying this when he like all the people saying it now weren't saying it when he was in WWE. So like you can take that for what you, for whatever. You can just, I just, figure, think, figure out. I just think the whole WWE versus AEW thing has gotten out of control. It's, it's just weird because, like, I don't, when people say, like, oh, you're an AEW fan, I'm like, no, like, I like all wrestling. Like, um, I've watched a lot of stardom too. I watch, four different fucking promotions for my podcast that almost every week i whatever like i i just feel like when people call people aew fans most aew fans are just wrestling fans and it's like this whole war between the two it's a microcosm of life in general where it's like it has to be this or that it has to be to get the clicks. We have to war at each other and be at each other's throats in order yeah. to in order to get the likes. And in order, when you're alienating a whole another person, and some people are I, annoying. I get that. Yeah, but this is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be draining. And I think I I recorded two pilots for the wrestling with mental health. And it's like, it's like, what's the most draining 
and I decided not to put it out there because I just put people on blast for people for minutes on end saying like the media is manipulating it and then and then people are miserable all the time and and then everyone just saying confirmation stuff doing doing their own research to just just confirm confirm what they think it's because i mean like there's just so many people out there that like start bad narratives and then like people people just roll with them like you know like the whole thing about like my thing it's is a new, it's a new it's a new fucking it's a new fucking thing every all the time if it's not <laughs> like we got people to figure out the demo is what matt is the num- the important number for tv ratings and then it, we had to be like oh no like we had to do, go through the stopwatcher phase. The stopwatcher phase has moved on to you got to have two women's matches. It's it's like, dude, you guys just find a new grift every day. And let people do their own thing. They'll yeah. figure it out, you know? And me, I'm not like a let's let it play out type of guy or stuff like that. But at the same time, it's more like annoying just having people nitpick at every little thing WWE or AEW does. I mean, yeah. I don't... I mean, well, WWE's bad, though, I guess. So, like, it is such an evil company, so I get, like, where people like me come from, but, like, I don't know. Some other people I are... Get, like, but I also empathize. I think this world overall at lacks empathy. And lacks, lacks the thing that we need most in this world is apathy and mutuality. Um, yeah. And, and thinking, oh, this person thinks this because of their experience. Um, I, I'm sort of, because we meet people with different experiences every day. We can't shut out the other view totally. And I think the internet markets things so we can shut up you entirely. Yeah. I know this is a really deep discussion, but at the same time, it needs to be had because because people are ruthless out there. And people are, people are. um, Terrible. Terrible. The worst. The worst. And and there are a few good faith actors out there. For sure. But, but at the same time, we always get into the discussion about the media and stuff like I would rather not have that discussion every time. But now no, this is what we're known for. And this and I, like, this is, I mean, this is, I mean this is stuff we should talk about and it's stuff I used to talk about on spaces a lot, but like back before spaces got ruined, uh, ugh, uh, defund. It's going to get ruined. It's the internet, man. Yeah. Because everything's marketed towards something. Everything's marketed towards your attention. Your attention's now a market and we shouldn't, have this attention be marketed anymore because this capitalistic view on attention has really made society fail. Uh, I know we got really deep there, but yeah, but sorry, I was pulling up uh, Discord for uh, the preview. But at the same time, it's just, and this was why I wanted to do the mental health series, is because I don't want to talk to people from all different walks of life and stuff like that, but no one's going to come on my show. I realize this. No one's going to come on to my show if they don't agree with me. Right. And not have, and have a civil discussion. And... You think, you think people will be able to, people can't have discussions anymore. It's weird because 
the internet used to be this bulletin board of things. Now we're living vicariously through ourselves. Yeah. You know, you know, especially our generation and the generation yes. after us, um, the kids who are growing up, they are living in a generation more that's more ruthless and more capitalistic over the ideas that you have and it, it and I, I shouldn't have gotten on the, on the diatribe on the wrestling podcast but this is how I feel yeah I, I just don't let the internet stuff get to me like unless it's like directly at me or like my friends then yeah I'll you know fight back on someone you know push back on people and you know you've seen it and I I do it for anyone that's you know any of my friends or anyone that's like for sure anyone on the discord for sure any of my mods um you know I but like I don't know I don't let it get to me too much I just Twitter's not real life bro like yeah Twitter's not real life and People need if to I didn't have, utilize. if I didn't, I mean, I probably would delete Twitter if um, I have to keep my DMs open for, because, you know, whatever you 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 guys can figure out what I keep my DMs open for, uh, scoops and things, uh, but like you know, I have Discord and that's a much healthier place because it's all like-minded people that are all good and it's better moderate it's moderated better because i can moderate it you can moderate it you know what i mean you can just kick someone out it's not like it's not like twitter where like but discord is starting to become a place where a bunch of trolls are going to come discord has started to become a place where trolls are coming i well you can't you if you like, I, I also think, I also think, I think we're, we're living in an era where everything is lived vicariously through the internet. And yeah. I think it's a bad thing. It's not real life. And we got to stop and smell the roses sometimes and say, this is a problem. And this whole wrestling media thing is a microcosm of it. We could talk about this in politics even, but I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. No. Uh, absolutely shouldn't. Uh, but you, you saw how pissed I was getting over stuff the last couple episodes, and yeah. I realized it's not real life. I realized that, and I realized, and we were joking about the wrestling media server, I was angry about it at first, but then I realized, oh, it's not fucking real. Why this person doesn't fucking know me? But how many how many people did he get in that server? He got he got like fifteen people. He got Brandon in. He he got he got a decent amount. Brandon, of Brandon Thurston. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> he basically added. He, he he basically added. Um, how does he get? How does he get? Person, and and um and voice of the wrestling contributors he added the social suplex um people as a takeaway but he really wanted the voice of wrestling people because they wanted he wanted to get a screenshot of something they said i um so obsessed man how does he get thurston in there and i have a whole we have a whole thread basically dedicated to Brandon Thurston on my server, and I can't get him. That sucks. I've talked to Brandon Thurston. Uh, that's my guy. Uh, dude, he's the best. He's the best he guy the best. in the media. He is the best. He's one of the best people in the media. Like, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just. And the, and the people calling out this wrestling media stuff, like Brandon, and I, kn I know you, you're you not a big fan of Rich and Joe, but I, I'm a fan of Rich right. and Joe. 
I, I like no, I, I like Rich and Joe. I like Rich and Joe. I I don't I don't want people to think. Uh, I, just because I've distanced myself from Voices of Wrestling because I have my own Discord and I can't like be on other ones all that often. I'm never you know because I'm not I'm never on the I'm great on like match. sixty Discords and I don't know how it's overwhelming. I gotta reduce that number. I. So, I mean, I don't really post in social suplex unless I just want to make a joke with Rich. Um, I don't, I'm not really in Voices of Wrestling anymore. I'm not busy. Like, I don't do much on the greatest match ever won. I don't do much on uh, Between the Sheets either. I just, like, mine's so hectic that... Right, you're a mom, so... So... And I try to consolidate it into one server, but it's totally two different people, two different types of people. And I, I well, you gotta think most a lot of the people on my server, like Jono fan, for instance, like he didn't have Discord before I like started mine. Like, but so there's like a lot of people on there that are on there for the first time like uh wizard of wrestling he he joined yesterday um he was like he he didn't have discord he just used his friend's account to join um, um sometimes and i don't want yano fan to take this the wrong way sometimes sometimes it's like are we posting for the sake of posting on twitter he's just on he's just on there making jokes i get it but at the same time, he got so many likes. I'm like, this is, it's not jealousy. It's more like a microcosm of things. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? It's not jealousy that my, yeah. myself, that's pretty insightful, doesn't get that many likes. But like my, my, my women's Royal Rumble tweet only got one like and it was Rich Lava. I, um, I didn't tweet much during the rumble, so I wasn't on because, like, like no, I, I said, I, after the rumble, I tweeted my thoughts on the women's Royal Rumble. But we're uh, all addicted to, to, um, this concept of Twitter and stuff like that because we're all performing. And I, um, I thought I had notifications set for your tweets. That's weird. I got to change that. We're all performing for social media. Um, I agree with what Bo Burnham said in Make Happy. Like, like social media is a was a response by the market to for the generations yearn to to um, keep performing. Yeah, you know, I think I I, I think Bo Burnham. The, He's probably the most brilliant person right now because he sort of um, encapsulated the idea of this whole thing. And there, there are some other philosophers and stuff like that that I listened to. I listened to a podcast with Bo Burnham and um, Douglas Rushkoff today um, from three years ago because Burnham hasn't done any interviews since inside. Um, but, but it's sort of, you can see my cynicism with all this. I wrestle with it because I strive for real life interaction because I work in mental health. I work in, like I, maybe I put myself out there too much to a fault in my work and in my, online persona that it just seeps out there and 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 you know I think this conversation needs to be had and I'm glad we're having it today on this podcast yeah you know you know you know I um I just Again, I just think the best the, the best idea is just to not take any of the stuff seriously. Like, and, and I like at the same time, it, there are those times where you doom scroll. Yeah, it's uh, 
I just, yeah, it just doesn't get to me. Uh, trying to pull you up. Before the internet, it doesn't yes. get to you. I'm 25, so, so I don't have any experience without the internet being, or social media being at least for my formative years, at least there. Uh, sorry, getting distracted. I pulled up the uh, the matches for uh, next, next week. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Michelle Kobashi was five stars. Um. Oh yeah. I, 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 we really, we really, we really didn't miss much. It was a full court press by Kobashi and then Misawa with the comeback. Yeah. It's I'm sorry uh, we didn't get into the wrestling analysis today. I, we did, but we didn't. Yeah. It was sort of meta. Uh, here, it's, I'll just say this it's 43 minutes of, Kenta Kobashi and Misahara Musawa. Just think about that. Just think about that. It's it's five stars. Yeah. Yeah, there's not much to say about it. I think that's why we got into the discussion we got into. Yeah. Uh, I just keep... I'm staring at the links you sent to Discord, and I just keep staring at Bobby, Bobby the Brain Heenan standing there with a the neck brace. I'm just, like, trying not to laugh. Oh yeah, yeah. With the uh, with the uh, Hulk Hogan Harley race thing, and from six fourteen eighty seven, Texas Deathmatch. Then we have Yuki Ishikawa versus Alexander Ochka, Battle Arts one twenty ninety eight. Then the Nasty Boys versus Scott the Steiner brothers. I was about to say Scott Steiner. I could have said Scott and Rick Steiner from WCW ten twenty seven ninety. And then Kiyoshi Tamura versus versus Minishima, Mishima. I'm not going to attempt to say that first name again. Um, from U Style, um, three four six two thousand three are are four matches, and the links are in the on are in the non toxic wrestling fans Discord. If you want a link to the non toxic wrestling fans Discord, message Adam. Yeah, just message me or tweet me or whatever. Uh, or ask, I mean, Danny is a mod. He can send you a link too if you need one. Um, yeah. Just don't send one to PW. No. <laughs> what am I? What am I? No, I was fair? saying for other people. I was saying for other people. I'll send PW in, uh, an invite to my server. I'll just kick his ass off. And then Can't he'll create pay. other accounts. Maybe we'll be the server now that he infiltrates. Oh God! <laughs> See, but I won't. I wouldn't tolerate his shit. Like I know he doesn't. He pay to get on the VOW one. Yeah, we, but we don't tolerate his shit. That's the prop. That's the yeah. Issue. But they they let him stay there though. That's always been my thing. Like I was like, dude, like Just, once you snap it, kick him out. Yeah, like dude, if anyone had a block, like dude, if I. If you have to block someone on my like on my server, I'm probably just gonna kick them out. No one should be blocking each other on my server. You know what I mean? So if for you know everyone to block that guy, like I'm like, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's just annoying. Um, I and I'm not and I'm a fan of the BOW server. It's fine most of the time. Um, but yeah. except for this one issue. And and it's like they know the email address, they know that they can't prevent it. <laughs> because Discord doesn't have the security measures to prevent it yet. Yeah. So it's more a Discord issue than a uh, which is a wrestling issue. But yeah. but I think that'll do it for us. Plugs. Uh, at Adamiri4 on Twitter. Uh, shout out to all the different, I'm not going to list all the Discord servers again. Shout out to all of them. Let's avoid the uh, the great uh, Discord crash of 2022. Uh, <laughs> let's Amen. never have that happen again. It was a bad day for admins everywhere. Uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone.
DJZ Kooks on Twitter. Um, I have my own server, <laughs> but yes, so <it's> not active. <laughs> um, uh, you've posted the link for whatever you've posted the link for that my server, right? Um, I'll post it again. Okay, get some people in there. Let's let's. Right. Um, I'll post yeah. it. Again. I uh. It's weird for me. I, I should be in yours more often, but I, I should be in the social suit. Shout out to social suplex. I should be there more often too. Yeah, yeah, because we do have our own dedicated thread in social suplex and in your server. So. Yeah. Shout out to GWE server too, because yes, the plugs, they give us Steven. Steven's a good guy. We're going to hopefully do a voice watch parties every Saturday and Sunday, watch parties at five for a certain wrestler. Then Saturdays, Saturdays is a certain wrestler and Sunday's Joshi day. I, it, it always, it always sneaks up on me. I need to do one of those with y'all. Also, I think I'm going to start doing watch parties for our matches, like the matches we review. That would actually be helpful for me because because you watch it with other people and yeah maybe i'll i'll try it out this week try it out this week yeah i uh because yeah i didn't know how to stream until recently well, i knew how to stream it's it's just yeah again the internet's a blessing and a curse yes i think that's the point of my whole diatribe was the internet's a blessing and a curse yeah. Um, but thank you guys for listening to whatever this was, and and <laughs> you have a good day and enjoy the outro music. Yep.